to Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show, with your host, Kinte and Shannon. This program hosts a weekly panel of men and women who discuss topics such as dating, the workplace, family, spirituality, cheating, and of course, sex. Monday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, this show is simulcasted live audio and video between the website indieradio.org and YouTube, which allows listeners all over the world to gather together to tackle challenging relationship issues. And now here is your host, Shannon and Kinte. Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Men and Women Talk to Mars Venus Show. I am one of your hosts. Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and I'm so happy to be here with you fine people. Uh, I am joined by my wonderful co-host, the one and only Shannon. How are you doing, Shannon? I am good, all the way from Key West, Florida. How are you? I'm I'm great. I'm great, Shannon. Um, good. You know, it's kind of, it's pretty hot, and I, I have the lights. It's summertime. On. I have the lights on, so it makes it even hotter, but I'm going to uh, get through it <laughs> and not try to burn up tonight. So, uh, Please don't. Yeah. So how was your weekend? Um, my weekend was long, but can't complain. I worked overnight last night, so I got off this morning. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Uh, and... Um, this is uh let me make sure I I say this properly. This is episode 166. So, yeah, this is uh we've done quite a bit of episodes. So, I'm happy to say that. Um so let's go right into uh our guest. Um this is uh her second week in a row and she's been on the show uh, several times. Uh we have the, <laughs> We have the one and only Stephanie, how you doing, Stephanie? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. How was your weekend? Interesting. Interesting. My cars were slashed on Friday. Oh my god. Your cars were slashed. Your tires were slashed. Yeah. Somebody oh. slashed my tires. Oh wow. Um, I don't know. I hadn't been in Seattle long enough to make enemies, so who knows? Oh man. <laughs> That's, That's crazy. Well, you know what? We got to get on that and find out who did that. So I know. I need. I need some backup. Yeah, no, don't worry. We got. We need some answers. I need you. some some investigative powers. Yeah, don't worry. We got you. We, we're gonna get Thank to the you. bottom of this. All right. So also joining us, uh, we have uh, once again the one and only Brooklyn. I'm How you doing? A lot of feedback. Uh, you getting feedback? You say you're getting a lot of feedback. I'm good. Uh, I, I can't. I can't hear you guys so well. It seems to be going in and out. I just Uh-oh. Um, okay. Uh, try refreshing, and then uh, let's try refreshing, and maybe that'll uh, correct the uh, issue. So, all right. All right. So, uh, as we wait for Brooklyn to come back, I want to thank everybody who's listening. <laughs> right here on uh, Get Vocal as well as uh, Indie Radio and uh, Facebook and all the different platforms that they're listening to. Uh, thank you guys so much. And uh, I want to um, uh, go to you, uh, Shannon. Uh, did you did you stream yesterday? 
I did. Yeah, how did your stream go? Um, I think it went pretty good. I mean, you know me. I like to ruffle feathers. Oh, did you? You feather like to challenge, Like to challenge people's thinking, I usually come up with the unpopular opinions. I don't like to follow the marching of everyone else's drum. Mm. Well, well, uh, if anybody want to check it out, they can just go to your Facebook page. So, of course. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So uh, I want you to uh, to tell us what this topic is all about. Um. Well, we're in the summer series of mating and dating and maybe cohabitating if we get there. Um, so today we're talking about the art of conversation and how important it is for dating. Um, we talked briefly about dating amidst the pandemic, but how important it is even more so to um, fine tune that conversation. Um, is it a lost art? Um, given social media trends and norms, has the conversation changed? Um, does it matter what generation you're from in the type of conversation you have and how you engage people just a whole bunch of stuff to unpack in the art of conversation as it relates to dating okay awesome i love it i love it so where do you want to start off with well i mean let's start with the obvious um who's who on the panel is actually dating amidst this pandemic I don't think anybody is uh, dating in the during the pandemic right now. Oh, you a lie. People date in the pandemic. I've been on a couple of dates. Really, COVID dates? I mean, I wouldn't call it a date. Like one person, like they already had their COVID test result. Um, mm -hmm. um, the other person was sort of like a socially distant thing, but I wouldn't say I'm dating like heavily. Okay. I've been on like two days. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, I'm here for that. All right. Uh, I don't know, man. It seems like I don't, everything has to be very distant, <laughs> you know. But I, but I just told somebody last night, I was like, COVID be damned. Like, my inbox is full right now. It's like, like they want to meet up. They want to see. They want you to come by. They want to Netflix and chill. They want, like... They want to go to the one restaurant that you can dine in. Like <laughs> these men don't care. Well, your your um, your DM box, I'm sure, it stays full. Whatever. That <laughs> yeah, uh, so, is like so. Mine's dry. So hats off to you, man. Hats off. To you. I mean, I think yours is dry due to your location, but that's another story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we could talk about. We can unpack that. Because okay. that's, that's going to end. That's going to change in about four months. The thing that I want to talk about is the art, in, the art of conversation, but in terms of pre versus, versus post, like, social media influence. Yeah. Um, and if, if you're old enough to speak to that, you know, because some people aren't. They were just born in the age of social media. You know, they came of age during that age. I think it's it's quite different. What do you think? Well, I think we come from a generation of dial-up. I mean, at least I do. I, mm -hmm. I used to I used to run home to mm -hmm. 
dial uh, to to get on the computer. You know, after finish my homework, AOL, you've got mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and for me, it wasn't nothing like a chat room. Uh, I talked to people all over the country in those mm-hmm. chat rooms. Um, nothing extra or inappropriate, but you know, just meeting people, finding out what they did for a living. And I was in high school having a good time on the computer. Um, today, I don't know. It's it, it. I meet a lot of people via social media, mm-hmm. but I don't take a lot of people serious mm-hmm. via social media. Because mm-hmm. people type and become a myriad of different things mm-hmm. besides themselves <laughs> on the internet. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then when you meet them, you're like, uh, wait a minute. You are not who you were posting. Mm-hmm. You are not who you typed to be. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. That's just my two copper coins. I could know nothing, but. I think that it's, I think it definitely has changed things. I mean, we're definitely in the swipe right or left culture. But for mm-hmm. me, I mean, I've been online dating since like, the late 90s so you actually had to like keep up a conversation long distance was not free you know yeah you talked it had to be meaningful you had to mail them your picture if you didn't have a scanner (laughs) Um, (laughs) so I mean we old I mean, I'm old, so I mean, and of course, part of that, you actually just had to talk to people. So now, now it's more of a, I don't even want to talk to you on the phone. Let's just text. Yes, I hate it. So the couple of things I take issue with in today's like online dating, if you're talking about that, is like, number one, it's very difficult to hold someone's attention because of the swipe right culture number two one one thing i'm intentional about when i'm talking to someone online let's say we both are a match i when they ask me something i'll answer and ask something in return yeah keep the conversation going or at least say something thought-provoking that would lend itself to further conversation when all i get is a what are you doing Oh, I'm good. You know, um, did a little bit of work. You know, what about you? Oh, yeah, I worked. Period. Okay. Okay. Well, so what kind of work do you do? I work in a warehouse. Period. So then, after the third period, then I get frustrated because now I'm like, I'm pulling teeth here. Like, what are we doing? Like, you don't inspire me to want to be in your presence for more than 10 minutes because you don't seem very fun. Like, you seem kind of dry, kind of boring. That's mm-hmm. a whole fact, ma'am. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you think, Kente? I see you smirking over there. Yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, I think a lot of times guys try to keep it, try to keep, uh, uh, keep it kind of quiet or keep it... Uh, not put a whole lot of information out there. One is you got to keep track of, of the BS you're saying. And then also, <laughs> also is, you know, you really are just trying to fill out what, uh, what, you know, what it is, what the deal with her. Right. 
So a lot of times you're like, I think a lot of guys don't keep track of what they, what, you know, what they're saying. So you have a lot of that issue. Uh, sometimes it's just the guys ain't that interesting. And there's also this thought for some guys that the more you talk, the more you will put yourself in a bad way. So you're better to keep your your answers short. And women like women like to be heard, right? So just let her do all the talking, and you you throw in that. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You know, <laughs> and uh, so I think a lot of guys take that that point of view. You know, what I mean. Uh, I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but that's just what they do. So, mm-hmm. you know, not everybody has quote unquote game or have um, such a, a great personality in which they can, you know, just get, you know, uh, talk very good. This is the other thing is like, that's why I like men who I would say have lived because you have talk about you have stories to tell you have interest in your life diverging paths and you know where you could have you know the road less you know not travel like you have something that you could say well if I had made this decision my life would have been totally different and I like that I like people who have lived like you know lived in a different city have changed careers you know what did it take for you to do that you know um, you know know, how you have kids like how is it you know being a new father like getting adjusted like anything like can be you know can basically put some notches on the belt to enhance the conversation and give me some insight into your personality your 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 backstory and, and and kind of who you are you know, if yeah, I yeah. the conversation is kind of dry, then number one, that's boring. Like just on a just a regular level. Number two, you're kind of hard to get to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm really interested. Well, in, I'm really interested in hearing Brooklyn's take, uh, mm-hmm. so I can. I'm, I have a notepad and pen. Uh, so like, what is your, what is your strategy or whatever? Are you just being your natural self when you go on a date, uh, as far as conversational? Can you guys hear me? Cause yeah. I, I'm, I'm hearing you guys kind of sporadically. Really? Yeah. We can, yeah, I hear, you. We can hear you. So quiet because I can't hear. What yeah. We hear you just, just fine, man. Uh, we can hear you great. I went on vocal and I hear everyone. That's strange. Yeah, I just I don't even know what to say. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So, what is like your strategy when you go on date? I can hear you. You're kind of going in and out. Just for the question. Okay. Um, so, what is your strategy when it comes to going dates, as far as conversation wise, or do you have one, or you just be yourself? What is my strategy when it comes to dating? Dating. Dating, like, you know, first dates and all that. Dating? Yeah. First dates. I mean, so, as you said, as you said, guys like to lean back and let the woman talk a whole bunch. But 
you still have to display your own personality. Like Stephanie was saying, someone has to know that you're, um, you know, not a kawaii, that you really are <laughs> a fun guy. And um, the first date is the perfect place to display, you know, who you really are. And, you know, the first date is a gift because you can, you should be yourself. And then if the other person is into that, great. And if you're not, great. Like, uh, I'm not um, someone to be in with you or um, present, present a front that's false. You know, you're nice enough, charming enough, handsome enough, what have you, for someone. Mm. Okay. Um, so let me ask this question to the ladies on the panel. So you got, so what do you suggest guys do? Okay. He's fortunate enough to get a date with Shannon or Stephanie and he's on this first date, right? What are, what would you suggest if you were, uh, as far as, you know, um, cause you often, you often hear different things like don't talk too much. Uh, you know, let her, you know, like I said, let her do most of the talking. Uh, what are you looking for? What is it that you're looking for when you go on a date? Uh, Steph, you want to go first, Steph? Yeah, go, Steph. Yeah, um, I can't really like quantify that. It's just like I'm looking for chemistry, and unfortunately, I'm looking for instant chemistry, but um, that doesn't always happen. It's just like a certain je ne sais quoi, like. Um, I'm looking for someone that can, you know, hold a conversation, um, hopefully within some moments, you know, to make me laugh. Um, but it's not like this dude better be funny. Like, it's not like that. It's more like, I hope he has a good sense of humor and, and hopefully he's into something that I'm not necessarily into. So that way he can teach me something like what is he into, I don't know, like Brooklyn, classic BMW. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. You know, you can put me on some blame. You know, I like somebody who has hobbies and interests. Mm -hmm. What I do. So we don't have to be exactly alike, you know. Yeah. And in terms of just like the ebb and flow, you know, when those quiet moments come, it has to feel comfortable. I don't want it to feel awkward. Now, that's probably a tall order for a first date. But if we do feel comfortable in those quiet moments, then then that's a that's a plus. That's a good sign. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Yeah. And uh, after Shannon says her piece, I want to uh, say something to that. But go ahead. I, I totally agree with mostly everything she said. I think the, the art for me, um, and I think Stephanie might agree with this, is that this this isn't like a um, cold call date. This isn't like we just met, we've never talked before. I'm assuming we have some, um, some history like over the phone, maybe FaceTime or something or another before we go on this date. Mm -hmm. So there should already be some... Um, some ebb and flow, some chemistry, some mutual understanding of one another 
And so for me, um, I too want it to be organic. I want it to be naturally flowing. I do want there to be some ease in the silence. I do want someone who can crack jokes, whether it's at other things or themselves or even me. I'm a little petty, so I can roll with the best of them. I like some sarcasm. Um, I like to people watch. I like to eat tacos. I mean, you can't really go wrong if you include food. But I am also like Stephanie. Um, I do want you to have things that are different than what I have going on in my life. Um, mm-hmm. So that we can show each other interests um, outside of So that we can take each other on adventures that differ from what we normally do. Um, I do not want anyone that's exactly like me. Um, and be, be, be authentically you. Let's have good conversations um, about life and all that's in it. And then we can sit and talk about how um, somebody across the table is as we people watch. I don't know. What if you're authentic? And then I might ask. Oh, go. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I said, and then I might ask to eat off your plate because I do that too. (laughs) What if your authentic views is boring? Mine or theirs or both? I'm talking about the guy. The guy you're going on a date with. Great guy. Great guy. You know, just a little on the boring side of the game. Mm, I think there are probably levels to boring. Mm-hmm. Um, so it depends on if he's like a nine to five, I could write his schedule by what he does or he has no interest, no hobbies, no nothing. And I'm like, so all you do is work. That would be a problem. What if, what if he just needs a Shannon to unlock, <laughs> to unlock his inner non-boring self? You sound like, <laughs> you sound like TC, one of my accountability partners. Uh, what I'll say to that is, um, there is nothing wrong with finding someone in your life who can help pull out things in you that didn't exist before. But I have to see some willingness to already want to do that and be that and not just be waiting on me to show you that. Because we may not work. Then what? That's true. That's true. And I, I want, I'm going to get uh, Brooklyn on this, too. Sometimes there's there's a guy I, I often refer to as Mr. Personality, right? And that's somebody on first glance, you know, you're going to think he's funny, he's charming, you know. Uh, and all of that, right? And some of those guys are professional daters, right? Meaning they've read all the books, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, uh, they, you know, they follow, you know, Stephanie, our guy, <laughs> on what to do and what not to do, <laughs> right? So a lot of, yeah, they present well. They present well, but they're full of shit. So how do you decipher mm. that guy who you might have a great time with, you know, uh, and all of that, but really he's full of boo-boo. Uh, Stephanie, I really want to get your thought on that. And then we'll go to Brooklyn. I mean, that's, that's part of the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't take 
I mean, it's always disappointing to think that you met somebody really interesting and fun, and then they turn out to be some bullshit. I mean, that's not it's not fun, but it is. Yeah. It's like that's 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 how the game goes, you know. It's like, I mean, I don't, I don't. I guess I'm don't give a shit. Like, I don't know. Mm. Um, I mean. Yeah, it sucks if you're really feeling this person. But I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I'm old enough to know that when a motherfucker is really charming, you know, it's, 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 it's some shit. It's some shit going on. Like, I know that. Um, but the only thing that can really be, the only thing that can really tell you that is time. You, you have to see for yourself. And you just kind of yeah. have to decide, okay, is this person, do I get a bad vibe from this person or not? And one thing I'll say is I hate when, like, let's say I go out with somebody and, and, and he's really charming, really fun, but I get, like, not a good vibe about them. And let's say I tell my girlfriends, oh, I went on this date. This guy was really, really cool. He, you know, he laid out, you know, the the red carpet for me and you know he did this and that and he was so charming and funny and but I don't, I don't I'm not feeling it and then your girls are like girl you're stupid you should keep going out with him he has money he's funny this and that you you can't listen to that you gotta listen to your gut you know I hate when people try to sway you from what from your natural instincts so you have to listen mm-hmm. So if you go based on your instincts about the person and, you know, you may have to give it some time, i.e. dating is a risk. So are you risk averse? You know, are you moderate risk? Are you aggressive in your risk taking? You got to figure that out for yourself. Then you'll, then you have to kind of align that and lay that across like, you know, kind of put that with people that you're dating and see how much time you're willing to give it. You know, yeah, that that's how I see it. Brooklyn, uh, one thing that um, that you do that's very fascinating is that you work with people who tend to have issues with you know with finding people and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, I'm sure you've met a lot of different folk. Um, is one of the things that you come across more so they're busy. That's why they're having issues. Do you ever, is it maybe they have no game? They can't, they can't have a conversation on a date. Is that something that comes up quite a bit, quite often as well? Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn. Can you hear me? Was that for me? Yeah, yeah, it is for you, Brooklyn. I'm talking about when you do your work with uh, the agency. I'm, I can barely hear you. I don't know what's happening. But I got a new modem and router, and I tested it before this. Right. So we wouldn't have these issues. Um, uh, your work with the I agency. Think that what you were asking, let me look in the chat here. I think you're asking what happens when people don't have games. Yeah, go ahead. That's fine. Please. Go ahead with that one. I can find the uh, question in the chat. Wait, someone, someone's hooking me up. When, uh, uh, 
Oh, there's you no know, game. Okay. Um, the the common in the matchmaking space, what I found was, was um, men and both have game. People think women don't need game. Women just need to be attractive. Men need all the game. I think that that um, all humans need game, just like um, you know the animal kingdom is different, right? The the elk wants to have the biggest antlers. The lion wants to have the darkest mane. Um, and people want to be the biggest and strongest. But we have to, as individuals, we want the mate, we, right? So when you um, the object of your desire, they always have options, right? Because if this person is so amazing, someone else wants them you know um and in order to rest shannon from the clutches of a man <laughs> stephanie from that guy who's trying to holler in her ear um <laughs> you just have to be this is unpopular you have to be you have to be better. This is an unpopular opinion, but here goes. You have to be better. It's fact. Be more interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, be more masculine for what wants, right? Um, if you are dressed and carrying yourself and doing what every other, you know, Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey clown is doing, you are not going to get um, the attention, the love, the adoration of that high quality woman you're looking for. It, it, it It just is what it is. I mean, you can't want the best in life and want it from, you know, your couch or want it while you're playing PlayStation 17 hours a day. I mean, you know, you, everybody sees, everybody sees um, the eagle or the lion or the cheetah eating a forget all the work. They forget all the work that went into it. You know, those animals I named only get the food 20% of the time. Every time you see a cheetah chasing a, a gazelle or a zebra, he or she catches that thing 20% of the time. You know? You know, um, anytime you see a man with a beautiful woman, that means that 80, 80% of the time, someone was like, get out of my face, dude. What do you do? Cry into your pillow? No. No, you know, you you put yourself out there. Um, And that's why, like, the art of conversation um, is is really, for me, the art of accepting yourself, you know? I'm going to talk to this beautiful woman, and, you know, it's going to be 
it's going to be a pleasant experience. And if it's and if it doesn't work out, if we don't end up dating or getting married or you know have fun in some other way, that's fine. You know, there's like almost eight billion people on the planet. You know, I mean, you know, I, my 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 shirt might be stained with the tears of Stephanie saying no, but <laughs> you got to move on. And and it's a, and it's it's an experience. Like everything everything we do is 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 a build up to experience. And I don't understand. People get this in every other aspect of life, in business, in your career, in school, right? You know. But people really don't get it in relationships and in and in dating because they have. Uh, like a very romantic view, like it's supposed to work the first time and every time, and that's that's not real life. There's a, there's a skill set to it, and you know, everyone on this panel, I'm sure, is really good at it. Um, obviously, everyone here is great at communication, but you know, you have. I think it starts with yourself. It, every, you know, just like they say, you know, you can't make someone else happy. You have to be happy yourself. And then mm -hmm. other people can enhance your life and you can enhance the lives of others. But yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah. I think that, I think when we um, can't worry about what you were asking Shannon earlier, I don't worry about those guys who read in a book how to talk to girls or who um try to figure out a trick in fact hats off to them for actually trying to learn to get better with women instead of some are evil and you know yeah being angry at least you know if um at least they gave it a shot they tried to to do something to enhance their their lives and maybe it made it more interesting yeah. Hmm. Good point. Great point. Okay. Uh, but okay, some people because though, that's fun, right? You want an experience, like some some people. Um, they can What's read. They a, some people they can read a hundred books. Some people can have uh, Will Smith from that that movie. What was that movie? Uh, Switch. Uh, what was that movie? Switch. Or yeah. Hitch, yeah, that was a song. Oh, my bad, uh, <laughs> I get mixed up. Uh, you can have a guru, all of that kind of stuff, and they just they just don't have a personality. They're not gonna. They just not that dude. So, and I'm not just trying to you know only talk to the men out there because I'm sure there's women that need you know uh, help as well. But since we are talking about the guys, is do you feel like it's all about who you pursue as well? Like, not to say that that there's um, I don't want to say that on someone's level, but someone. Do you think sometimes we go after people that's outside of the lane that we should go, or do you feel like everybody should be uh, a target? Uh, Stephanie. Okay. Um. 
see. There's okay. A, well, and there's a reason why I'm asking you that. I'll, I'll say why after you finish talking. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying a person has to quote unquote stay in their lane. But what I'm saying is, if you don't stay in your lane, don't get mad when you get run over. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um. I mean, I mean, if we're talking about it from a spiritual perspective, I just believe in being equally okay. You know, I think there's some foundational things that you have that have to be decided. Like, you know, religion, kids, money, that kind of stuff. Um, the things that people get divorced over every day. Um, but I also think that um, there's somebody for everybody. Um, and I'll, you know, everybody has the one of my favorite movies is Camp Bonfire, right? Have y'all seen that? So Patrick Dempsey is a nerd, and he gets paid to you know be popular and get in with the cool crowd. And I mean, anybody can be made over into something that they aren't, but is that authentic to you? You know. So in times of stress or in times of, you know, uh, in turmoil, you're going to revert back to your, your regular nature. So, you know, just be you. Like, okay, if you're not super cool, you know, like, you know, super suave or whatever, there is some girl that will find that attractive. Like, oh, he's so cute. Yeah. He's awkward and shit. I like him. You know, there's somebody that will like that. Um, you just have to go to where those girls are. Maybe they're at the library. I don't know. Maybe they're at the coffee shop. Maybe they're at their job. I don't know. But you have to go, like, you know, you're not getting, like, you're you're not going to pull the Naomi Campbells of the world if you can't even, like, like, hello, how are you? Because you're so shy. Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Uh, the reason why I brought it up with you was because I remember you posted something on Instagram that said, um, before you DM me, before you DM me, take a look at yourself and take a look at me and see if that makes sense. And I <laughs> and I cracked up. Oh, and she man. meant that. Yeah. I mean, she absolutely meant that. Because, I mean... I, I feel like I might be a little bit too much for these men in Seattle. I might be a little bit too much. Um, I, think I already got some jilted lovers that even love us. I don't know. So, I yeah, that that was pretty funny. I have to yeah. say. Uh, so, I mean, you know, you know, and it's a tough pill for people to hear. You know, dude, she's really not in your lane or you know same thing with women too so um but then you know you gotta sh- but then again though you gotta shoot for the moon right so yeah, right. you know you never know right if you you know get hit by asteroid that's all i'm saying right you know so you gotta shoot for the moon sometimes you get lucky and you'll get a shannon yeah <laughs> you know so, right you know you might catch her you might catch her at a weird point or you might blow up like that. <laughs> Where, boy? Yeah. Or she might be like, ah, what the hell? It, okay, in your lane with, uh, what the hell? There's no such thing. 
I, you know what? And nobody wants to hear that, but it's there is truth to it, though. I know for some people, you know, you can't date everybody. Yeah. And not everybody's true. meant for you. And, you know, I'm not even talking about a class issue or a, a, a attractiveness issue or something. I just feel like there are people that are more suited for you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know... I think sometimes we do go after people that are not suited for us. So, I mean, if you're really trying to make be getting a relationship, you know, if you're just trying to smash, then everybody's uh, on the table, right? Yeah, I mean, if you if that's all you're trying to do, smash and grab. Right. Then everybody's, you know, available for that. It's just. Yeah. Like, Everyone becomes more of a prospect. Right. But if you're really trying to, like, have something real, you know, then you got to really be more intentional on who you are pursuing. You know? Absolutely. It it has to make sense to you for longevity purposes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Shannon, um, you are someone who's very good with words, right? That's your thing, right? Um, sure. <laughs> you know, you are someone who also is hopelessly, I don't want to say hopelessly, that's terrible, um, is single. Would you say single? Hopelessly? I know, yeah. <laughs> Not hopelessly. I think you like to show, I think you like to throw shade on the slide. And you don't even No, like I, I don't know why. I was thinking hopelessly romantic, but anyway. Um, no, you're single, right? And you're also, but you are someone who's very good communicator, very good conversationalist. Do you feel like, what do you think is the barrier for you as far as, you know, the thing that makes you, uh, cause I know just by talking to you, you seem to be like, you seem to uh, have like a certain standard of what you're looking for, right? And I think it probably starts off with a conversation, right? Shannon? I mean, everything starts with a conversation. Um, but I think my biggest barrier, and stay, um, Stephanie mentioned it earlier, is location. I live in Key West, Florida. That's enough to be quiet. I live in Key West, Florida. And so the ideal of talking to someone, even if you look at it from a perspective of, hey, I'm going to date somebody in Miami, that's still four hours away. Go up to the next biggest city, Orlando. That's seven hours away. I had a guy try to talk to me in Tennessee. That's 18 hours away. People like the ideal of me, but not necessarily the reality of, because I live in Key West, Florida. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, you can. Uh, and I'm not just jumping to pack my bags and move to where they are either. Yeah, that's true. But, so, but I, I mean, mean, with, you know, with technology and stuff, the, the world is a lot smaller. So, I mean, yeah. But I it isn't. It. It isn't because you can't you can't hold hands on a computer. You can't 
share tacos via the computer and at least not off their plate anyway. I mean, you can buy your own tacos and look at each other and eat tacos together, but it's not the same. I like, it. and I know we're in a midst of a pandemic, so a lot of things have changed drastically and people don't want to die, me included. I don't want to die. But everything is a risk. Put your mask on and go sit at the park. Put your mask on and go pick up a lunchbox and sit across from each other six feet apart. Take the risk. Anna, Anna, I says, mean, Anna says, what's wrong with Key West? It sounds nice and tropical. <laughs> Key West is paradise, but paradise comes with a price, honey. It comes with a price. And there are not enough available men who meet even my age and interest brackets to even begin pursuing or being pursued by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Availability is is uh the best ability or one of the best abilities you can have. <laughs> so if you're not available or then again you have guys that are available but they're quote unquote not available, if you know what I mean. So it depends on if you're into that. Um <laughs> but uh I don't know, man. I, I feel for you, Shannon. Uh you know, I don't know. I it, I wonder though, like for like you know you hear from guys who complain about the women in their town right um like i said with technology and stuff you can you know you can meet women all over right and it to me it doesn't seem like I, and, that. I, and, I, and that's true uh-huh it's true Kente. you can meet people from all over and i don't get me wrong have i talked to people since i've lived here absolutely but again, that whole concept of liking the ideal of a person opposed to the reality of, because so at some point, somebody will have to piss and get off the pot. So what happens with you, you're saying that guys yeah. will start you need to ball. Oh, go see ahead. people like. Go ahead. What you say, Brooklyn? I was going to say that you need to see people like a long distance relationship only functions um, in the beginning. It only functions if you see the person enough to to like them enough to want to start something long distance. Right. And then you have. what becomes not ironclad, but you have a certain interval, right? Um, Shannon is in Key West. She meets a guy. She meets a guy on the internet. That guy, she mentioned Tennessee earlier. That guy is in Memphis, right? Um, He makes inroads to see her. They talk, they FaceTime, they like each other. He makes inroads to come to Key West or very close to Key West to see her, right? They spend some time together. They like each other. Then he's coming. Then they're going to see each other, you know, once a month, then maybe twice a month, right? But there has to be 
that spark in person. You can, you know, once you're dealing yeah. with somebody, you know, technology is great, right? You can speak to your family on the other side of the world. You can send WhatsApp messages. You can, you can talk on any number of apps, but yeah, the initial issue is finding the person, and this is near or far, right? This is if they're an hour away or 12 hours away. You got to find that person, yeah. right? Then you have to talk to that person. Then you have to do something visual like a FaceTime with that person. Then you have to meet that person in real life, right? See how, I mean, you can't Amen. just drive a car over the internet. You have to see. That's true. You have to, you, you have to feel something in person. And so, like, I hear you. I hear what you're saying, and those are valid points. Um, uh, the technology is 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 incredible. It's amazing, right? It's why we all feel like it's not enough. We we all feel like we've been friends for 20 years, and I have never met any of you in person, which is much to my chagrin. And we'll we'll get we'll get that handled post COVID. But my point is. These kind of interactions are great. You want to feel that spark in person as soon as you possibly oh, can. Oh, amen. Um, as know. soon as you possibly can. Say it say again. It. Say it again. I said, just say it again. Say it again. And and I agree with that. But see, that's not my issue. Yeah, I think and that's, I'm gonna say I this out loud for all of the people watching. That's not my issue. I keep a backpack. I don't have a problem going anywhere. Let me say that again. I don't have any problem going anywhere. So any man that I've talked to in the last three years, don't you dare open your mouth and say it was Shannon why we didn't work out. Because I show up for what I want. Mm. Just saying. You better tell them. Um, well, I just, got, just saying. I just got a text from one of those guys. They said it was they all Shannon. Their way out of that one. They said it was all Shannon. That's a lie. <laughs> well, I, I, I look, I got receipts. It, that's a lie. Well, Shannon, I think when you say, well, it's, they like the idea of me, not actually me. I mean, I can relate to that, but I think it's not even just you. I think people like the idea of being in a relationship, but they don't like the idea of the work that it will take to maintain said relationship. That part, that part. And and that's, and that, and that, that is probably the most accurate statement into what I was saying. You are absolutely right. I don't think people people want to enjoy the chase or the the ebb and flow uh the art of the the conversation flirting on the internet and text messages and dms but when it comes down to oh let's put feet to this let's make this thing work let's go to the next step let's get real about what we say we've been doing or what we've been talking about for six eleven twenty two months like now what? Okay. I don't like to do a whole lot of air in space. Like if we're if we're moving in the right direction, then let's move there. 
If not, let's just be friends. If you need a pen pal, say that. I got you. But please, let's not waste each other's time. Yeah, I've, I've been in enough serious long-distance relationships. I mean, serious, where I moved and had a baby. <laughs> so, um, know what it takes. And mm-hmm. It takes sacrifice. And I think that sacrifice is one of the hallmarks of knowing when a man is really into you. Um, whatever that sacrifice is, whether he moves or he, you move and he makes provisions for you to move, you know, in said long distance relationship, you know. Um, and so now, since I've already been there, done that, I know what it takes. You can miss me with all the you know, I really like yous and cute and I wish you could meet up. Like, call me when you're ready to to see me. Do that. If you want yes. to, then make it happen. Yes. I'm available. If you don't I agree. Don't. I mean if if, if you don't if you don't explicitly say I, that, I agree. I'm gonna assume that you're not interested. Facts. I don't doing that dance hundred percent from a long distance perspective. I don't feel like that. Because I've been there. So what's what's the reason what's the reason why Yeah, it it it, it, it doesn't require much. Would you say Kente? What is the reason Go why ahead, Kente? What is the reason why you think that these guys will start something up with you and they seem to not have any intention of um I'm, you? But I I'm I'm a lot of work, you know? I mean, it's just it's the same. Facts. It's the same reason why a man will go on a date with a woman, and he'll he'll figure out that okay, I'm not gonna be able to fuck tonight. I'm gonna actually have to really date this woman, like get to know her, and like spend some money. Yep. Let me weigh this out and see if the if what the ROI is on this. Okay, because I was really hoping I could fuck tonight. It's the same principle. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to think. For real. I'm trying to think. Have I done that? Do I want? And not that there aren't people, but there are people. Go ahead. No, go right ahead, Channing. No, all I was going to say is that we also live in a culture where people don't have to be in relationships, Mm. even though they like the idea of that relationship. They don't have to be. And so when you put the, when the rubber starts to meet the road and it's like, okay, are we doing this? People are like, no, I like you just while we're flirting or I like you while we're texting or, you know, sending each other photos or checking each, checking on each other during our work day. You know, that, that whole idea of, oh, this is cute, but don't ask me to do any work because that's not about to happen. Yeah. Don't ask me to sacrifice any money. There's a thrill to that. You know, if if men, if if a man is interested in a woman, he'll sacrifice his money and his time. Mm. And and, and time includes travel because it takes time to do that. Well, things at play. Go right ahead, Brooklyn. I think there are a lot of things that play when people. Go ahead. No, you. we're waiting on you. We're listening. We, we are all ears. 
<laughs> oh, oh, just being polite. Um, I think there are a lot of things that, that play when people are dating, and um, and I'm talking about. I don't want to. I don't want to be insulting to anyone, but I'm talking about serious adults who are interested in in something, right? You're dating because you're interested in finding someone. Um, and that can take many forms, and that might be temporary, that might be more permanent. But when you are seriously dating and consists, um, you know, you're looking for the best match for you and and what you're trying to do, right? So I think that pe- most people, uh, most adults, we're not talking about kids because kids can do different things. Most adults are um, trying to weed out the people who they're not really interested in, find out who they are interested in, yeah. and spend a bit more time with those they are interested in. And I think that goes for men and women, right? Um, there are men who are out to, and maybe women, definitely women, but there are men who are out to sleep with as many women as they can or something, you know, mm-hmm. ambiguous like that, right? Um, but when you are when you are dating, you're going to find people that you are drawn to, and you're going to find the people that you have things in common with, and people who turn you on in, you know, literally and figuratively, right? So, the best course of action is, is you know, everyone doesn't have sin availability, right? Kente is in Los Angeles. You know, I went to Los Angeles for my birthday a couple of years ago. So like December 2018, I was in Los Angeles. And um, there were beautiful women everywhere. Like everywhere. Like it, so, you know, some, some of these, sometimes when we have these these conversations and we see that Kente can relate to us it's because you know the man is a shark in a tank full of fish but for everyone else everywhere else in America you know we have to we have to have uh, a strategy and we have to seize opportunity Um. so yeah you know when I want to say another thing about the guys that you guys talked about, you know, being on first dates or guys flaking out and doing, you know, weird things. Um, all of that is a gift. Whenever someone shows you early that um, they're not dependable or they're only on thing, or they're a weirdo way, or um, they're just shady or flaky, that's a gift. I mean... It, it, you you can't you, you it's like winning or you can't do better 
then finding out someone is is um is not for you early you know um mm-hmm. there's like That's... there's like 10 much more horrible ways to find out someone is not for you right um you know yep. how many people get left at the altar left with kids after a, a marriage for a few years all kind of you you want to know as quickly as possible if this Soon person as is yep. you know if trash or just not for you agreed you, you want to figure Very that crap true. out right away so no I, you know it's funny too and it's all about mentality like I, I would get frustrated when I would, uh, f- you know, find out something early negative that would, you know, affect whether we were going to be together or not. But then l- I started looking at it as a gift. Like, it's better to find out now than <laughs> down the line, right? So, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I think one thing that's important about dating is asking certain questions. And... I think if you ask a certain questions, not it's not even just about the answer they give you; it's about the way they answer. Because sometimes, you, sometimes people's words are not the are not the uh, the, the end all be all, right? Because people say what they sometimes they feel, yeah. you know. Because the one question women lo- love to ask is, uh, "Where do you see yourself in five years?" Right. So if if you're a dickhead. All you got to do is figure out the answer that she wants to hear, <laughs> you know. But it, 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 it could be all a bunch of bullshit, right? But it's been like, you know. So, what is what do you really gain from that if somebody is just like, if they know, if I'm going out with Stephanie, if I'm smart, I'm already feel like when she asks me that kind of question, I, I'm gonna probably it's expect that kind of question. So. I know I can't be like saying some bullshit because she's gonna, you know, react negatively to it. So it's not always about what people actually say. Sometimes you can read them, um, even though while they're saying bullshit, you can read them, and you don't even have to call people on it. Like I don't call people on BS always. You know, I let them think that they're pulling one over. You know, sometimes because all they're gonna do is say act like they're they're um insulted that um that you would think that they would blah 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 you know so who cares about that but i think asking the right questions is very key so i want to um go to you stephanie um obviously i've never been on a date with you stephanie so i can only imagine uh the kind of uh dialogue you have on your dates um, but do you intentionally ask certain questions to kind of, you know, not just, not just the, the, uh, you know, do you have any siblings or that kind of crap, but I mean like questions to kind of figure out, you know, what kind of person they are and, you know, and all of that kind of stuff. Do you, do you have some things that you, uh, just do on your dates? I, I don't, I don't have a script. No. Um, I mean, I'm feel like I'm naturally good with talking to people like you know in an intimate setting i'm i'm fine with that um even though like people may be as a little bit shy i don't have a shortage of things to talk about 
Um, I guess, I mean, I ask questions about, like, you know, like preliminary questions, like, are you employed? Do you have kids? I mean, if I don't know already, or mm-hmm. you know, how much time do you spend with your kids? Um, you know, what is your work schedule? You know, because there's just some, you know, if you got like six kids and he works seven days a week, it might not work out. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. money and he doesn't have any time. You know what I'm saying? So, like, those kind of things you want to find out. Now, I, I don't delve too much into their psyche and things like that. I'm really just trying to see if I can stand being in your presence for more than 30 minutes. And if we have some sort of sexual tension. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm, that's really what I'm looking for. <laughs> and then from there, we can keep going, getting to know each other. But I, I don't have like, well, if I ask him where, you know, like, I have to ask him, where do you see yourself in five years? You know, or, you know, do you, like, I will ask things like, you know, especially if they're recently divorced, I'll ask them if they see themselves getting married again. I will ask that. Um, or if they want more kids, because I'm, I'm not, if they just did sit on having kids, it might not be a match. Wait, is the shop closed? I'm, it, it's it's almost shut down. It's oh, almost. Wow. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's closing down. You know, so... Damn it. You know, I, I, there's some things I may ask, but it's not like a set script. Like, he has... If I ask this question, he has to answer this way or else, you know, it's a wrap. I mean... I, I just kind of want to get a feel for the person, just like where they're coming from, like who they are, and see from there. It has to be more organic than that for me. If, if they're yeah. like, if they're like, um, if you if you go, if you ask them, do they want some kids, and they say, "Oh yeah, I would love to have some more kids," and then you're like, "Oh well, I don't want any more children." He's like, you know, I don't know if I want any kids. <laughs> I mean. I mean, maybe he'll change his mind for the right woman. I don't know. Men have, people have changed their mind and been open to having kids for the right person. Why can't it be the opposite? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. It can happen. Yeah, Who knows? all that. It can happen. Welcome to the show, brother Ryan. I can't Ryan. have kids, so, I mean. Hey, Ryan. Hey, how's it going? All right. So, uh, Ryan, uh, you were, you've been listening to this conversation and, uh, you had some, uh, input that you wanted to give. Yeah. I was going to say, it's like, you know, the, the con, like just listening to it just gives me a lot of stress. Um, because you know, we all like I'm, I'm single, um, but I've been talking to women offline, et cetera. And, and, and whatnot. And one of the things that I kind of did for myself this year was, I stopped kind of focusing on the checklist and just, you know, start focusing on, you know, friendship, you know, because how many of us actually, we, we put a lot of energy in trying to weed out who we want as our life partner, but how many of us are actually just trying to be friends with a person to get to know them without being defensive or being on the offensive, you yeah. know what I mean? Because, like, that's kind of what's working for me because I'm, you know, 
my energy's down. I'm not like there's no energy, there's no strong energy of wanting to be a part of anything. And um, you know, even though it the the idea of being in a relationship is there, like I want to be in a relationship. I want to be with someone that aligns with a lot of things that I'm into. Even if someone could be vegan, that would be even better. Like there's a lot of factors, but at the same time, like you know, I went on a date with this girl uh, probably about a month ago or two months ago and um or around may and she was we didn't it didn't work out between her and i but she was probably one of the best dates that i've had in like 10 years she was everything she checked off everything on my list but we just focused on Mm -hmm. friendship first we were friends for 10 years on my um you know, because I met her on a, a dating website, but we never, nothing never happened. And she was Facebook friends with me for 10 years before, before we, we tried to go on the date. And the date was fantastic because you know what? She knew me on another level and we didn't talk on Facebook. Mm-hmm. She just observed what I was doing and stuff like that and said, you know what? I want to, I want to, um, you know, I want to go on a date with you. And like, I didn't approach her. She approached me. And I think that sometimes like when people get to know, because I'm an introvert for me, it takes me, it takes time for people to get to know me. Right. And there's a lot of things, um, you know, it took me a lot of, it took me a few years to get to know Kente, Shannon, Brooklyn, and, you know, and, and Stephanie, like it took us years to kind of get to know each other at this level. So I, I think sometimes we put a lot of energy um, and a lot of negative energy. It's t- like, you know, what we want out of a partner is always tied to negative, to negative ideals. Because we want to have the partner that has their shit together because we don't want to be in a situation where the person doesn't have their shit together. Instead of us just trying to figure out whether we like the person. Just as a friend, you know, um, I was yeah. in and out. Oh, I was in and out of a relationship with, uh, you know, with this one girl. This recent relationship, we're still friends. She came over last night, made me dinner, but we're still friends. And I said, you know what? Why don't we just work on our friendship first? Because we can't obviously be in a relationship together. But why don't we just work on the friendship? We went to therapy, all the kinds of stuff. And I just realized it's like, you know what? We just don't know how to just talk without having, you know, the preconceived notions behind us. Like not preconceived, but having all these layers and barriers to our heart. Why don't we just open up the heart, but don't commit to a relationship and don't put ourselves in that situation. If the friendship is cool, then then take it to the next step. Because if you think about courting, Back in those days, we didn't have internet. You know, we were forced to be friends. We were forced to get to know people. And if we go even back before that, you look at our people, like we were in tribes. We knew who the people were in the neighborhood that we wanted to be with before we we got into relationship with them. Now, we are so dispersed. We're so fragmented. Our lifestyles, we work, you you know, and we work 12 hours a day coming home and then the last thing we're doing is swiping right and swiping left i think it's the most unnatural aspect of dating is not getting to know the person as a person rather than a checklist 
But that's just my opinion. I'm not saying all this philosophy is working for me most of the time, but I'm feeling that my stress level is down. Mm. You know, I don't feel as like I'm in a race anymore. You know what I mean? To find somebody. I'm just, I'm just getting to know the women that I'm talking to. And I think it's cool. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe, I don't know. I agree with that. maybe I'm strange because I don't, I don't feel like a, um, I don't have a, uh, even though I'm getting pretty old, uh, I don't have a, uh, I don't, ha- I don't Giddy. have, you know what, aren't you older than me? <laughs> I think you got me by like three, four, need, need three, 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 four, five, six them are, years. Them are big fat lies. Three, four, think, five, six years. I think I am the second youngest person. I think I'm the second youngest person on this show right now. I think Ryan is the youngest. No, uh, no, Stephanie's the youngest, I think, right? Lies. Lies, you tell. Stephanie's the youngest. But okay, then, then me, nice try. Then me, then Ryan, then Brooklyn, then you, the oldest. <laughs> but anyway. Your mom. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I've never had like a, um, I've never tried to look for women. Like, I've never like... Like uh, when I say try to look for women, I don't mean like. Obviously, if you go to a club and you're trying to, you know, score, I guess you are looking for women. But I mean, like, I've never like. You know, uh, I guess I guess tried to like date like um, like dating websites and all that kind of good stuff. Um, they just kind of fall into your lap, you know, uh, situations. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it's little- <laughs> they fall. They fell on your lap. <laughs> I mean, that sound like a hoe, but okay. <laughs> no, I mean, like it just kind of happens, right? Like you, you know, you're you're at the the yeah, um, but everybody doesn't have that. Like, yeah, everybody has a lot of people have to be way more intentional about dating. Like it's like you go to the grocery yeah. store. It's like, oh, she looks nice in the uh, frozen food section, you know, or you know, you're you know, I guess if I was in the south, the piggly wiggly or whatever you guys go to. You know, uh, <laughs> you know. So, but I know Wiggly Wiggly. I, I don't know because you know that's y'all y'all thing. But um, mm-hmm. so I guess, and I, I think I've said this before. Ryan, his thing would be like the uh, the Tomato Festival in uh, Canada. You know, that's where <laughs> <laughs> that's where they meet up. Disrespectful. So, <laughs> the doctors so be meet up. <laughs> Um, yeah, that ain't happening here. Well, I, 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 have some, I mean, I have something that's like, I understand where Ryan is coming from as far as getting to know people. But at the same time, I don't have time to be friends with somebody for 10 years before we get it popping. Like, mm. I, I, I don't have time for that. Yeah. You don't got to be I friends really with someone don't. for 10 years. Like, that, that was not a situation that I think that mm-hmm. was just an anomaly. It was like by luck that we, we hooked up. But I think that we should be, we should have the time to be friends you know Mm -hmm. what i mean there should be a time to just be friends with somebody before we get to know them because like for example you steph i think that like you know you are introvert it it took me it took a lot of us time to get to know you and your personality and who you are as an individual i think that you know i think in order for someone to truly love especially introverts in order to someone to truly love us they have to know us Cause I'm layered. I got so many layers and mm-hmm. you're not going to hear that 
in a first conversation with me, not a second conversation, not a third date. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and let's just be real. Can we cuss? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, like... Yeah, sure. Friends can fuck. I mean, (laughs) I mean, at the same time, it's like, they can. If If it gets there, they can. But I think that the friendship part of it and just having fun without having that idea because all of the things that we want in a partner was stems from bad relationships that we've had or what we've seen with our parents or what we've seen in other relationships that we we don't want and like it goes back to this whole will smith and jada uh, pinkett smith the whole entanglement entanglement issue we put so much emphasis on one couple to be the the poster child for what a good relationship entails and when they they mess up then we're all clowning them because we're like haha you're just like us you know we i know that black love is so important black love is important and having families together is so important but there are there are generational trauma in our community especially there's a lot of things that we've seen with our parents either our parents splitting up or our parents, you know, or domestic abuse or whatever the problem may be. And we carry that into relationships. And therefore, at the end of the day, I think that we just have to learn to just be comfortable in being single, but being friends, getting to know people and letting that, Mm -hmm. letting those things go away and just having a candid conversation with someone. Because you may, you like, you can still be friends. You can still go out and and have fun, but the fact is, I don't even think we know how to be friends. Mm. Yeah, I'm not looking for that. I'm That's looking a valid for. Point, I mean, Ryan. we can be friends, but I'm not. I'm not looking for some situationship. I need security, and I think that's what most women are looking for: security. We want to know the boundaries and the realms. Like, wh- what are we doing here? Okay, like, especially if you meet a woman that's 35 and yeah. older. We ain't got time to be trying to go bowling and and then doing a friends with benefits, Netflix and chill every Friday night for two or three years. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want to do. I don't want to do that. Like we, I mean, I only have so much time left on this earth, man. Come on now, let's 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 get it cracking. What, what about botan- what, are, what about the botanical we just, just, garden? We can get to know each other and be friends and still be moving towards a common goal. Yeah, if we see fit to do so. And I, I think that looks different. Absolutely, and I think Stephanie, you're right. You're right. I can't just. I mean, okay, we we're friends and we're just fucking right. around, and then I'm just wandering around like what the like what the like no. I don't have time for that. I mean, I mean, maybe if I was twenty-one, that's cool. I don't have, I don't have any money. I don't have a real job. I'm just getting out of school, starting my career. But I'm forty-one, you know. And women that are thirty and yeah. plus, our biological clocks are ticking. We don't have time to be waiting around, especially if you want children. We don't have time for that. We just don't. It's just not biologically possible. You to wait forever. You you know what it is really though for a lot of us dudes is guys, we're like this. When we are very comfortable in a situation, we'll stay in that situation like forever, right? 
and like a lot of times like especially when when, uh, when we're younger right um and shoot when we get older so yeah okay so i'm dating her you know we have a good time we hang out we do this we do that not you know we're not i'm not fully committed you know i'm committed but not committed committed you know so you get what happens is you get very comfortable with that that's cool you know you ain't had to sign any paperwork so what happened that's kind of what happens for a lot of us guys and then that's how a guy can date a girl for like 10 years and he's okay with it you know yeah that's her fault though that that's her fault yeah so my, my yes, thing is. my thing is like i don't know like you have to i think you have to really understand where your mate is coming from and what they want in life and if your goals mm-hmm. and aspirations people- don't match you got to you got to move on yeah 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 some people stay yeah. in relationships that have been dead for years I mean, just to say that they have someone. And I think that goes back to some of the stuff that Ryan was saying about our dysfunctions and our traumas and things of that nature. It's important to impact all those things. It's important to um, build friendships um, that, that are of good seed and good foundation. It's also equally important to understand that we're doing this because we both agree to do this. This is a consent. We both want to pursue this thing for longevity. We want to be in a relationship that leads to marriage or to children. Um, and you can have fun at any stage of that. But if your purpose mm-hmm. is something deeper and bigger past that, then that conversation needs to be discussed too. And if at any time during the process of this friendship, this relationship, this whatever ship that you find yourself in, if those things change, that's going back to the art of the conversation. We need to be willing to have those conversations. That's right. That's the difference between being just an adult and being grown. Having those conversations about these things have changed for me, or I'm looking for more, or I want more, I desire more, I need more, or you doing too much, whatever the case may be. Right. And I think we get complacent um, which is why people stay together for 10 years with nothing added to that. And that's somebody else's cup of tea, not mine. I'm not knocking somebody else's cup of tea. That just does not work mm-hmm. for me. And so we have to be able to have those conversations. Is this what you're looking for? Is this what you want? How would you like to proceed? Is it okay if we just be friends? If we're going to pursue a relationship, are we going to have sex in this relationship? Are we not going to have sex? Or is it going to be open? Is it going to be monogamous? Those are conversations that you want to have. And then show up in that. And I think once an, a connection is established, it's established. Once the connection is there, it's there for life. I think that when people connect, they connect. But, you know, there's some friends mm-hmm. I don't want to connect with. And I'm not saying be, you know, like, you know, the, the one thing, too, is that, you know, especially in our community, the people that remain single, they're single to the way in their fifties and their sixties and they find somebody, you know? And I think that when we I, going back to, again, I'm not a relationship expert by any means. Um, but I I'm saying like, 
it, it doesn't cost anything to get to know somebody. Um, and yes, it, yes, it with, does. It costs me time. Yes, but you know what? It's not a trend. Like when part. it comes when it comes to relationship, it's not a transaction. You know, it, it's is, not, it is transactional, even though you don't want to admit it. Of your time. Well, sure, your time. But you know what? They're people. People deserve time. People deserve patience. I mean, okay, like all these friendships, stuff, I get it. We want to be friends. That's that's idyllic. That's whatever. But the shit sounds so boring. Like, okay, I want to be able to talk to this person. I want to be able to do fun shit with them. I want to be able to be myself. I want to be able to laugh, you know, make goofy faces. You know, I don't know. If you pass at night, they won't get mad. Whatever. Friendship. But what about passion, romance, chemistry, sexual tension? You know, like the t- your vagina when you see a fine man and he's interesting and, and fun and just really, you know, like has good conversation. What, what that shit? Like, there's like nobody's talking about, about being friends. That's cute. But then if we're just friends, I gotta listen to you talk about all the dating shit. And I don't want to hear that because then I'm not going to want you at the end of the day by the time you figure out that I'm the one for you. I'm turned off by you. <laughs> facts. Big facts. I think there's room for both of those conversations. I, and I think because Stephanie's in a different arena of where she wants to be for relationships, it looks different. I don't mm. think either one of those yeah. things are wrong. I mean, because you guys both want two different things. Yeah. And you don't necessarily want them with each other. And so I think that it all goes back to having those conversations. So if you guys sat down at this table of understanding and he wants to be friends and you like, yo, I need to know if we have at least a chemistry. Because you would, if we don't have a chemistry, we can't be friends. But you would feel that. You would know it. You know, like the thing is, is that there's nothing wrong with being friends. And it's not that you have a goal of being friends. It's just... The fact is that the, what governs a strong relationship is friendship. If you can't be friends with the person that you're with, you can't get along with them and kick it with them and laugh and all that stuff, then all that other shit don't matter. You know what I mean? You can have money, you can have a good credit store, but then you get diabetes. What What is the money going to do when you got diabetes and you got to amputate your foot? You know what I mean? I know a guy that has all the money in the world, but, you know, had to, you know, uh, go to the hospital to amputate certain things. And you know what? Not doesn't say that that changes his lifestyle. But the reality is, is that, you know, you can check all the list, but then come short in some regard or mother dies and then goes into a depression. And then you have to deal with that. I just think that friendship is the most important thing. It's the pillar of every relationship. You know, if you but, cannot, but why does friendship have to be anti? It sounds like your friendship with and like and commitment are like in two different lines. I think. Well, they no, can... it's 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 not. I think that it's a, there's layers. I think found uh, friendship is the foundation. I think that when you feel the butterflies in your stomach, when you feel good, and you start to feel better about the individual, you know, then you can have that conversation at that time. But you're not focused. You're not focused on the individual. You're focused on goals. You're focused on you what where you see yourself in your life. You're not actually focused on the the person that you yeah, see. Yeah, but everything is everything in life 
this oriented. I want to make a certain amount of money at work. I want to have a business. I want a certain car. I want to live in a certain type of house. I want my kids to raise a certain type of way. We have goals, and I have goals for my romantic life as well. Sure, I'm sorry, but I just do. You can't manage people. You can't manage people. You can, can manage, manage people. Things, can you can manage, manage I can align my people align my goals. Yeah, but you have everything that you want already, right? You've built your your nesting. You've built your life. No, I don't. You, I can't say that I have everything that I want already. It's a lot of what? shit that I want. Like I want a Louis Vuitton bag right now, but I don't have it. <laughs> but it might be a goal of mine. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you can manage all, you can manage your career. You can manage your thing. And I think I read it in Stephen Covey's book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He's like, you can manage everything, but you can't. Go ahead. (laughs) I'm just saying, you can't manage people, though. You know, people are spiritual beings. I'm not trying to manage people. I'm trying to manage myself and make sure I'm aligned with people that are aligned with me. So if but you, you can, you can manage ten people. years. If you, I can, I can, you can manage your own expectations, and you can communicate and hey, this is where I'm going, this is where I want to be. Are we going to be on the same path? If not, then we definitely need to stay friends and like platonic, not friends that are fucking. Like yeah, you don't that part. Complication. That's the other thing I have a problem with this friends and we're in sex. Okay. I can't I mean every, everybody on this panel has probably had casual sex before. Everybody in the chat. Okay, fine. It happens. But everyone knows that they found themselves in a sticky situation when friendships and physical situations overlap. Yeah. Hours to feel somebody and somebody is not on the same page. Because emotions get involved, regardless of whether you want to, somebody's going to start feeling somebody more, and somebody's not going to be real. That's how yep. you up. Not always, but that's that's the story. That's like align yourself with somebody. That, if you want to find somebody that has wants to just. Netflix and chill and go get sushi every now and then and okay that's cool make sure y'all on the same page but it sounds hella, hella boring it sounds like we'll never and it sounds like you just want to fuck me and not really commit that's what it sounds well you know uh, they say uh, friends that uh, sleep together stay together so um, yeah, no, they don't. Oh, Brooklyn <laughs> is saying something. I, I... Go ahead, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. All right. Yeah, I, it's, it's so unfortunate. Uh, it's so unfortunate that we're having the technical issues with Brooklyn. Maybe Brooklyn should. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, there you go. Brooklyn. His internet connection. Yeah. Okay. What's good? You're good, Brooklyn. Okay. 
So uh, <laughs> we were having we're having technical difficulties. Okay. What'd you say? No, you're good. Go ahead, Brooklyn. Oh, okay. So uh, technical difficulties, my bad. Uh, it's very unfortunate uh, that we're having uh, technical difficulties with uh, Brother Brooklyn, um, you know, because we always enjoy what this brother has to say. Uh, let me do a, a quick chat round shout out. We'll start off with Get Vocal. Uh, in Get Vocal, we are joined by um, D, Anthony, Maya, Mo, Luke, and uh, oh, Robert. Uh, he has a different um, profile picture. Also on on um, Facebook, we're joined by Anna. We're joined by uh, Dolores. We're joined by Carlos. We're joined by, um, let's see, who else we got here? Uh, I know I'm leaving some people out. Kira is here. Janet is here. Bobby's here as well as Steven is here. Uh, and if I've left Hello. anybody out, I, uh, I apologize. So Brooklyn, can you hear us now? Brooklyn. Uh, you... Hey, Brooklyn. Oh, boy. Man. Technical difficulties. All right, let's see. Carlos. How you doing, Carlos? How you doing, man? I shouldn't have to my iPhone yet because uh, we have browser issues. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, what, do you, what do you think about this conversation we're having tonight? Uh, it's fascinating the, the perspective differences between male and female. Um, now, me, after being married for close to 20 years and now being single, uh, entering this game or this arena of singlehood and women and the way they are, the way they, they think, uh, it is fascinating in terms of how there's such a misalignment. Um, and then it's and it varies from woman to woman that I've met and stuff like that. So it's it just fascinating to me. I like a lot of what Ryan says, um, but I mean, uh, the way I look at it is just let things just gotta work naturally. Uh, we can we can try to categorize it and box it in and make it whatever we try to make it, but dating is just a blithering mess, and I don't think it. I don't think there's a formula for it that I've been able to notice and detect just based on speaking to male and female counterparts. Hmm. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. It's just a mess. It, it either works or it doesn't work. People either want sex, because that's all I hear about is sex. That, I mean, <laughs> they, like I hear the game of, oh, I want something serious and this and that, I wanted to go somewhere. But then when it comes to it, it's just about sex. And I'm like, what the hell is that about? Like, they, like saying and the action, totally different things. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, but, you know, if people are more honest, you know, it's funny. If you tell them, you don't have to lie. Nine times out of ten, you actually will get what you want. You can actually tell the truth. And then you can't, you know, some people get mad when they get the truth, but at least they have the truth to deal with. So, I don't know. You, you said it's been quite a long time, right, since you dated. 
Since I dated? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I haven't dated anybody in 20 some odd years. Wow. That's a long time. You were married for quite a while. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that startup was real. Yeah. That's... Yo, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be 50 next month. And it's it's no fun. You know, I don't want to date 25 year olds. And that's all I get. Well, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You don't have to do that, though. <laughs> Carlos, where are you located? Uh, I'm in New York City. Brooklyn. Okay. Do we got you, Brooklyn? But um, but I yeah, was living I mean, in, in Atlanta, on, Georgia. On, uh, vocal, but I just, Can you hear us? Wasn't working on StreamYard. Can you hear us? Yeah. All right. So, um, all right. So we, this is probably the best way to do it. He'll just he'll be a disembodied voice on uh, on uh, Streamyard. Now I, I did a lot of commenting, and I just want people to know that the comments were in fun. <laughs> so I I don't really want four wives. Just to be clear. Just oh no, we we don't take any of that to heart. <laughs> no, it was other people. I think. No, he just wanted, you, he wants three. Four wives is cool. I mean, that's your business too. No, it was a joke. It was a joke. I don't know. I can barely <laughs> handle one woman, much less four. I hear okay. you. You say that now. I, look, I hear you on that. Even though the prospect of having more than one husband is sort of stiff. You don't, you don't even want that. You don't even want that, Shannon. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. it's lately. You wouldn't even you wouldn't you wouldn't respect none of them guys. She said, "So wait, what'd you say? Where are the twenty-five-year-olds? Uh, All right, so Brooklyn, brother Brooklyn, uh, you have yeah. something that, that you wanted to add? Um, I'm glad I can finally hear you guys. Uh, it's you know when we went on that kind of a tangent with Brian um, talking about the." Uh, the friendship like it, it like i think that's outside of the scope of what we're talking about because like a 10-year friend zone situation is just kind of kind of out of the box from where we were going um i think that it's you know i get most of what he was trying to say as in people don't communicate people don't become friends like to me, that's some, the old school way of courting was, hey, you befriend a woman, you know, and well, I think there's just various ways to do it. That's never my style. I'm not going to pretend to be your friend for 10 years and then make my move. Um, besides wasting 10 years, that's like, uh, I, I, I don't think that's advantageous, you know, to what... Stephanie and Shannon were speaking of, you know, they're grown women and they want to know what direction it's going pretty quickly. Um, and that way, uh, that way they can make some, some decisions. Um, and that, you know, men and women are different in a lot of ways, but I think we all should make our intent pretty clear pretty quickly when we're dealing with someone right I mean some people some people are for fun and others are for some kind of um, connection 
and commitment and long-term relationship. And I think, I believe that most of us um, know the lane, you know? You know the lane a certain person is gonna have in your life uh, after after a few conversation, after conversations, after a few dates, it doesn't take a very long time to know if this person, if you can see yourself with this person in a certain way. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys, can, you guys can agree all you want, but it's still we still have the same issues, right? And I'm not discounting what what Brooklyn, brother Brooklyn, is saying, but at the same time, like I'm not, I don't know how my conversation is derailing the overall conversation because we're talking about conversation. And the fact is, is when you already have a, a preconceived, um, you know, direction of where you want your life to head, unfortunately is in your head. It's not the reality and it doesn't take scope of where the other person is at and what the other person wants. And I think that, you know, we have to like, even if it's not friendship, but just being able to, you know, to be open to developing relationships because it's a sacrifice because, you know, it seems like being in a relationship seems to be the issue and having a relationship. It just seems to, to, it seems for some people to, um, to, to be the reason why they can't move forward in life. And, you know, so are you willing to be a friend or willing to just put down you know, not put down the expectations, but to put that aside just to get to know a human being and then go from there. Are you willing to sacrifice if that's going, if that sacrifice is actually going to put you in a better space, make you feel better as an individual where you don't feel like you're in a race for life? Because things have changed. You know, we can go back and we can, we can track historically, we could track how the court you know how uh you know coventure uh, uh is it coventure how the man would how the woman would take on the 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 last name of the man and all this other stuff so we have history of women becoming property of the man and becoming a part of a one household so i think we have this idea that it's still we're still in the 1960s 1970s 1980s where you can get the house the perfect house and picket fence but the reality is that things have changed people have changed and you know and as much as we want to hold on to those old ideals things are you know we need to adapt to what's happening now and i think that because people are secure in their lives they have their jobs they have their their this and their that they have no there's no race to to wanting to buy a home with someone there's no race to getting into a marriage even you know maybe there's a race the biological clock to have a, a child i understand that i don't i can't speak for a woman I can't speak for that experience, but you know, at the same time, the man is not the one providing anymore. And you know, a lot of these dynamics have changed and there's a lot of brothers that will never meet on some women's list because they don't make enough money or they don't have, you know, good credit score. They don't have this or have that. So that's half the population that's out of the conversation, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, you know why we're laughing. Annoying. You know why we're laughing, right? I don't think anybody's knocking what you're saying. I think, mm-hmm. I think, and I don't want you to take that offensively. 
that you we can all be at this table <laughs> and have varying opinions. Of course, I of think, course. I'm not I'm not upset. Beauty, I think the beauty of it is is that we are all uniquely different and we all want different things and there's nothing wrong with the person who wants to jump head first into a relationship that has passion. I mean, because you really only need one person that equals the things that you're looking for. Now, sometimes that's harder to find, um, especially for us women. Um, but it does; it's not impossible. And there are people who are like you, who want to be friends and grow that friendship before, and then they they see and foster a passion from that friendship. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that either, which is why I said earlier, I think yeah. there's room for both of those conversations, but it has to be what that person wants. And when you find somebody who's invested in what you want, pursue that thing. Hmm. All right. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my five cents in. So, um, the, the, I mean, so, so part of the conversation here is has a problem in it, is that we're, we're almost trying to define something as if it's only one thing. Mm-hmm. And... And it's not. Um, women are all different. Men yep. are all different. I yep. hate sports. I hate sports. I hate seafood. I hate, you know, Did a you variety say you of hate different seafood? things. See, there you go. Perfect example. So, <laughs> so check it out. <laughs> there's no one answer. There's no one solution, and not everybody's looking for the same thing. So the pro- the the key in terms of entering a relationship is laying that portion out on the table. A, what does a relationship mean to you? In that conversation, yeah. you might meet a Ryan where he's going to say, "Well, I want to be friends first, this and that." In other conversations, you might meet someone who's like, "Yo, I just want to know that you're going to give it to me good, whatever that means." Uh, it might be somebody maybe attracted to a guy who cooks or it might be someone who's attracted to a guy who's intelligent or it might be a guy who's 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 strong. Everybody's going to be attracted and appeal to a different thing. And yeah. to them, that defines what the relationship point. becomes and how it forms. It's The hard part is making those, what their desires or what their picture of a relationship to line up with whatever the person they're talking to is. And if it lines up, then it has better potential working than having some weird ideology. So there is no single picture of a relationship. It, it's a multitude of pictures of relationships, and it's all Absolutely. about people finding what's the closest match to what they like and feel. Be introduced to somebody that might be different and might expose you to a whole different experience, and you might like that. Yep. So. So the, 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 but, but the, the most important portion about all that is a, how open-minded you may be and two, how much are you willing to settle for something that may not be what you wanted? And there's compromise. A part of that compromise is in communication. Part of that compromise is, um, did you really believe you're going to get what you were looking for? And, and how much are you willing to, to take something slightly different? and be completely happy with that. Yeah. Those are great points. Great points. Yeah. Very, very good points. We very insightful. Points. Thank you, Carlos. I mean, everyone is coming from the place of their experience and their knowledge. And, yep. um, you know, 
and it's important. I, you know, I always say you can't get what you want until you know what you want. You know, and it's it's pretty important to know what you don't want, right? Um, you know, and it's not an attack on Ryan, but I haven't met a woman who wants to be Facebook friends for ten years and then holler. I mean, no, but that's not. But, but you're 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 happen. creating a narrative that doesn't exist. You're creating a narrative. I never said that. I said that you, we were friends for ten years. We never ever looked at each other romantically. I didn't wait ten years to holler at her. I don't have a problem no, of no, hollering. You said it, she hollered at you. Yeah, but you know what? That's her. That's her business. I think creating, at the end. I'm not yeah. I mean, Ryan, I'm not creating a. I'm not creating a narrative. I thought, yeah. you know, at the time my Wi-Fi, I just put a new um, uh, Wi-Fi uh, Wi-Fi router in, and I thought you said that you met the woman online on a dating website ten years ago. She followed you on Facebook for a decade, and then she started hollering at you. You said she saw what you were doing, and then she decided to try to get into something with you, and you are taking it, you're getting to know her, and you're taking it from a a friendship perspective, right? All I am saying is that I feel like... I feel like her strategy was faulty. She could have told you five years ago or nine years ago that she wanted to but, holler. You know, you've been. But what you what happened t- ten years? You've I had a kid ten years you know, ago. I'm, I'm not, I'm I had what several relationships ten years ago. She had relationships several years ago. So it wasn't that she waited ten years to get to know me. It was just an opportunity. All I'm saying is that. You know what? I think that sometimes people just need to take some time to get to know someone before, you know, before they, you know, like without bias and without expectations and just to get to know a human being. And I don't think that that is a a, like, because I understand there are some transactional relationships, people that just want to form that union and they want to get it on and do it. But you know what? Let's look at the divorce rates. The divorce rates are climbing. So obviously this transactional relationship bullshit that I look at it, it doesn't work because more and more people are going through custody battles or going through divorce. You know, I kind of came to this conclusion because two years ago I started a relationship and nearly lost everything that I built because of just wanting to be in a relationship so bad and not actually getting to know the person and not actually just having, you know, I, I was, you know, I was jet set that, Hey, I wanted to get married. I want to do this and that and nearly lost everything, lost myself. I regained myself. And I said, you know what? I'm never going to trade a person for, you know, my art, for the, the stuff that I've built and the relationships that I've built. I'm never going to do that again. And I think that I feel better about the situation. And, and again, I'm speaking for myself. You know, I'm not expecting anyone to understand where I'm coming from because obviously most of the times people disagree with me on this panel because I think outside the box. I think that we just need to learn sometimes just to put our reservations down and take all the bad relationships that we had in the past and leave that behind and be open to love and be open to to possibilities that may arise out of situations that are not planned and not cookie cutter and not strategized. 
you know, because it's human beings. We can't strategize human hum, human love. It just doesn't you happen like, that way. You feel like you rushed into that relationship two years ago? Sorry? Do you feel like you rushed into that relationship that didn't work out two years ago? Of course I did. But I think that, you know, I think at the same time, it's not a matter of whether it was rushed or not. I think that it was the fact that, you know, I think that friendship, I, I believe that friendship is the underlying factor. Whether you're courting or dating or whatever, you're still wanting to build something where you guys can get along you know, beyond meeting all the criteria because someone can meet all the criteria in your list, but mm-hmm. you don't form a relationship with them because you know what? You just don't like the way the person talks to certain people. You don't like what a person does. And therefore you're back on the dating, dating scene again, trying to find someone. Can I think we that talk about what happened, Ryan? Sorry. I appreciate you sharing. Can we talk about what happened? Like what, what was it that, you fell head over heels in love with her for and then what did what was it that you didn't see like did you miss the selfishness did you miss the the anger issues or some um some some way she treated you later like in this particular situation i was just more interested in building an empire I think my intentions were wrong oh, okay. in building the relationship. I wanted to have that perfect individual. I had a checklist on what I wanted out of life because I'm an entrepreneur. I'm building my, you know, I wanted someone that, you know, I could build a business with. This is the girl was sitting in my bed and she said, you know what, baby? I love what you're doing with the hustle zone. I love what you're doing here. I want to build a life with you. I want to build a destiny with you. I want to help you with your business. I was like, ding, 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 ding. Shit, I rushed that because I was like, you know what? You're everything that I need right now. You're everything that I want. You know what I mean? And Can I add to something that you're saying, Ryan? Yeah. All right. So there's a couple things that you said. Uh, you know, look at the divorce rate and stuff like that. And we can look at the divorce rate. But, uh, you know, my understanding is that divorce rate is like 50%. Which mean, And then you said that, you know, some, certain things don't work. Well, the thing is it works 50% of the time. So you got to look at the positive too. So there's the other 50%. So that, that clarifies that not everybody is pursuing things in the same reason, uh, the same way and with the same intent. Uh, you know, some people get married because maybe they got pregnant. Sometimes they get married because of a million different reasons other than wanting to get married. The, the other thing is that we have to understand uh, uh, you can try to have it be a friendship and you can get into a friendship scenario, but uh, something I always uh, bring up in my lives is that 90% of the women I meet have been um, sexually molested, yep. abused, yep. Uh, used, uh, cheated on. I mean, and, and there's a list goes on. So by time, especially now that I'm 50, uh, I now have the understanding that the next person I meet more than likely is going to have some of that in in their personality or in their experiences. And either they've dealt with it already or they haven't. And I have to figure out where I fall in in that realm of their time in their life. And am I willing, do I have to deal with it and put up with it? Or do I not and walk away? I mean, that is the reality of how it becomes very um, sophisticated to get into a friendship or even any kind of relationship with almost any woman. 
so it, it is very complicated. Oh, yeah. We can try to simplify it and call it friendship and stuff like that. But even as a friendship, sometimes you don't even want to deal with the baggage they may have. Brilliant point. Stephanie? Well, I just wanted to say that, okay, well, to Carlos's point is that at, it goes for men and women. You And I always say this, and I've said this on, you know, on your show before. People, everybody has problems. You just have to ha- find somebody that has problems that you're willing to deal with. Yep. So, so that's very key. But I think the problem with what Ryan is saying, and I, I'm not anti-friendship. What I'm saying is that Ryan, you kind of led with a situation that was sort of anecdotal, something that you said was anomaly. So it kind of tinged the conversation around friendship because the first thing I said to you was, I don't want to be friends with somebody for 10 years and then try to holler. Like, so it kind of like changed the conversation a little bit because that's way out of the realm of normalcy. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Well, I... Like where I'm coming from, I I, I see where you're coming from, but still, like I think from when you said, you know, I'm not going to wait ten years, like that was not what I was trying to say, right? Um, I wasn't trying to say that. My point was like, right? Well, that was my point is that you led with an anecdotal situation, but we're talking about you know the art of conversation and dating in general. There's always going to be. Anomalies. There's always going to be the person that slept with somebody on the first date and they were married for 30 years. There's always going to be somebody that, you know, you know, that doesn't fit the mold. What I'm saying is, in the grand scheme of things, in generally speaking, speaking from my personal experience, my mama, other women that I know, Shannon, women want security. We want to know where this is going that's all I'm saying now I will say from Carlos perspective he's he's 50 he's a little bit older and I have talked to some people where there are women that really do want sex it's all they really want but they're afraid Mm -hmm. to say it because of societal pressure because of that they're perceived the way that they're perceived the way that want to come as you know being quote unquote a hoe or whatever the term you want to label them you know they they kind of dance around the topic but really they and that's not the first time that I've heard that especially around men in, in that age range you know they're just they're, they already have their life set they're looking for you know and so I can definitely understand where Carlos, Carlos is coming from but Ryan, I just have to say that you're, you led with a situation that was out of the norm, so it kind of tinged the the way that we were like leaking this conversation. I think it's important to be friends, but I don't think that friendship commit. I don't think they, I think they can coexist, or or the direction toward commitment can coexist with friendship. That's yeah. that. Maybe I, I've not articulated myself well, but I think that I think the when we were when I saw the title, the art of conversation, 
I think that the art of conversation starts from building that friendship. And I think that I'm not saying that friendship is a relationship goal. And whether I use an anecdotal situation or not, I just think that the, the bottom line is that we're not in a race, folks, anymore. Like the things, life traditions have changed. Now we just need to focus on really getting a good grasp of the individuals that we, that we, um, you know, get a good grasp of the individuals that we're talking to by having those conversations. And I think that, you know, whether you're in a romantic situation or you're not, you still have to build that friendship bond. Call it what, maybe we take the name out. Maybe it's not friendship. Maybe it's, it's just, maybe it's just better discovery and meeting the, the fact of, just getting to know someone better and taking your time to get to know that person without rushing into, you know, into what you have programmed in your head on what you want, you know, because I, I just, I've never met anyone that lasted long in a relationship with like, I, you know, I'm not, haven't met anyone that has had all these things, set up in their mind of who their ideal partner is never ended up with them. I, I, I don't right. see them. You know, I, I think I, those are what, misplaced think, expectations perfectly, perfectly true, Ryan. Um, and a lot of us have those. And so it's the ability to let go of those misplaced expectations. It's the ability to truly be neutral in the expectation of who you are as a person and just showing up authentically letting things happen organically and you know hopefully if you're um as eager as some of us are myself included that chemistry and passion and humor will also show up at that table that's right so those things are important i, I think part of the the what, what ryan's trying to say maybe he, you're right he's not he may not be articulating correct uh my version of what he's saying is when i meet someone um there is the beginning of the process of becoming friends. Um, I think it's our understanding of becoming friends. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. um, in other words, uh, because the way the, lady, the, the young ladies here are speaking, becoming friends is almost like, well, well, now we have to become friends first. So that's almost like a certain small timeline. And then we can become a relationship. When in fact, the, what, what I believe Ryan is trying to say is, the whole relationship is the entire process of becoming friends where right. you become closer over the entire lifetime of the relationship that's because right the whole process is pursuing this type of friendship not yeah. like friends that we meet at the bar where you kind of know them and and that's it you don't you're not trying to get to know them forever uh here in a in bonding type of relationship uh the the, the the version of friendship that I believe he's talking about is the dynamic of getting to know someone in a in a very slow formed lifetime relationship. And in and, un, in an and, un, and sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but in an yeah. unjudgmental way, because I find that we go into these conversations. Because um, I said this on Kente's show uh, or on the Mars and Venus show, like probably a few weeks or maybe a month or so back. And I just started realizing I just took myself off of dating sites because I was like, you know what? I'm just yeah, going I'm to I'm just gonna go I'm through my I'm gonna go through my friends list instead. And I'm gonna just 
you know, find people that I like that are single and I'm going to pursue that because I know them. I understand them. I trust them. When I'm on the dating website, I haven't I- got a call. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. <laughs> but what, what I'm saying is like, I went through my friends because like, I'm not the one I'm not in the, like, I'm not the, I'm not the guy that women are swiping right to to want to sleep with at least you know at the first date. But I think when women got when women get to know that's why I use that example because that situation is she knew me, so I didn't have to it feel awkward sitting there being like so what do you want in life and what's your five year plan? You know I don't think I don't talk about my five year plan with nobody until I get to know you. It doesn't matter if you're friends or your romantic situation. I, you know, when I get comfortable with you, then I open up. And I think that because we have all these, just these things in our head, all these parameters in our head, we forget that the, on the other side of the, the table is a human being, someone that has made mistakes, someone that is not the best person, but that best person might be the right one for you. But because you've set yourself up to have all these criteria in place, you forget to actually connect with the person. And I think what I'm talking about, maybe it's not friendship. It's just forming that connection. And unfortunately, connection is spiritual. It's celestial. It's not material. Material has limits. Spirituality has no limits, right? You can connect with somebody and they not meet any of your criteria, but you still connect with them. And I, that's what I'm talking about is having that, you know, and you don't even have to do nothing with them. You can love them. You can move on and still your mate. But the fact is we have to start focusing on building stronger connections with people and take the materialness out of it and just focus on, you know, on establishing core relationships with the people that we are going to spend the rest of our life with. As long as you understand that that person that you are falling for or you're developing this relationship with will not be the same person in five years, will not be the same person in 10 years. Because that's something I learned in my marriage was that the person that I married by the time we got divorced, she was nowhere near the same person. Hence, we're divorced. Hence, the 50%. The 50% that I think survive are the people who are willing to accept both directions, the changes, and the compromises. And I know somebody in the, in the chat was like, well, I'm not going to have any compromises. Then you're not going to have any real relationship. That's, That's the, the, whole, the whole point of a relationship or a friendship. You know, when you go out with your friends and they're drunk and they throw up on you, that's a compromise. You're not just going to, you know, unless you're so like hardcore that you're like, I will never speak to that person again. You know, it's the same thing in a relationship, in a marriage or whatever. They're going to change. They're going to betray you. They're going to hurt you. They're going to do things against you. They're going to do all, whether you like it or not. It's just, that's just the nature of the beast. And if you guys can work through that, that whole Jada and, and Will Smith thing, it was that. They were able to sit at a table and have a conversation, an extremely difficult and open conversation, and be able to fist pump at the end. Yeah. With, with, well, with, 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 with the smack in the face and everything right there. Years before we found out about it. They had that thing out years before we found out about it, which is how 
they're able to to that's why they're able to come to the table you know if if will smith found out about this three days ago when everybody else in america did he couldn't he couldn't be in a place to come to that table it was years ago for him that's worked out he loves his wife and he's not going anywhere i'd like to say carlos you are yoda to me right now you are um i can tell that you you had some serious experience and you worked through it and it made you a better person and you know like i just with the i'm divorced as well um the way you speak about your your former marriage and there's not even any there's no malice there's no judgment she was not the same person and we got divorced and it is what it is like um you know the the conversations we've had tonight surrounding relationships and people being surprised and people changing and it's it's kind of like you know some of um and, and to ryan's discussion earlier some of the most brilliant people are easiest to come and that's just because i mean i think we've all seen examples of that but that's because when you want something you can see this light at the end of the tunnel right you're like i'm on this date i'm going to use holly berry as my example because i've had a crush on her since like 1986. i'm finally on this date with holly berry you know people have tried to tell me these things about holly berry but i don't care because i brooklyn taylor am finally on a date with holly berry so you can call me text me whatsapp me dm me and tell me whatever you want i do not care i do not see anything else but this smiling beautiful woman across from me and i'm going to make her out to be whatever it is i've always thought and you know that's what happens people are in you know relationships marriages careers where they thought this is what it was and it's very difficult to tell them otherwise and when it eventually comes crashing down then they're like well how come how come you guys didn't text me and tell me that holly was going to act like that and like they'll say we did i mean and i'm willing to live with that well well let let me just add one thing okay So, so i appreciate your comments um mr brooklyn uh one of the things that uh, I had acknowledged before I even got married is something that Ryan had said, is that the person across from me is a human being. And my experience with human beings, having been a counselor for people who are suicidal, having mm. been dating many women uh, as, as relationships and not as toys, um, was the understanding that she's going to falter. So I knew that at some point it's a possibility that my now ex-wife would eventually cheat. And so when she did cheat, the first thing I did minutes after finding out that she did was I gave her a hug and I forgave her. 
And for a lot of people, that was like a crazy thing to do because in their minds, the first thing they'd want to do is get violent. But I understood in her mind, her purpose or reasons for cheating were just like any other human being. Yeah. She's not a god. She's not Jesus. She's not, you know, she's nothing out of the ordinary. She's a human being. And whether she feels guilty about it, or not, about it or not, or maybe I was something that caused it, or it was just a desire at the moment, you know, it, who cares? So, okay, you did it. Do you want to continue? We talked about it. She felt so guilty that she felt it was time to let it, let it go. I said, okay. So, you know, to, you know, to, to have anger within you in a relationship, I mean, if that's how you're going to proceed with any kind of relationship, then the relationship is going to be doomed. We are still friends. We still talk to each other. We're not like a bickering ex-husband and wife type of thing. Yep. And, um, you know, we're at peace. So, so that, but so you know, thank you again for the comments, and, and that's all I had to add. It was just an entanglement, man. <laughs> It was a hell of an entanglement. <laughs> Whoa, man. I want to thank this panel. You guys were awesome. Uh, I'm so sorry about the issues with uh, the sound and stuff with uh, Brooklyn. Because, you know, we love Brooklyn and we love um, getting his thoughts on everything. But I'm glad it was able to work out in the end with uh, the Get Vocal. Um, I want to first start off by um, going to uh, uh, you, Carlos. How can we get you in social media, Carlos? Mm-hmm. You want to follow me? Yes. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm yes. Carlos Phoenix on every social media platform. Carlos Phoenix. And when can we check out your program? I haven't lined up anything recently, so um, I guess just follow me and I'll announce you when something comes up. So uh, can, I usually do celebrities or artists or all sorts of stuff. Can I just request what Spanish celebrity I want to be on your show and you'll just get them? Salma Hayek? is good. I like Salma Hayek. I've been working Hayek. on that for like a year now. Salma Hayek would be great. Uh, let's see. Who else? Uh, Eva, Eva uh, what's her name? But we already had we already had Eva Longoria, uh, although it wasn't had, like a one-on-one. Uh, one. Really? It did. It wow. didn't count. It didn't count if I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can watch the rerun. Eva Eva Mendez, all the Evas. You just get all the Evas on the show. Sofia Vergara. Uh, Sofia Vergara, uh, and, and you got to get a Machete too. You got to get a, what's his name? I do have to because uh, we've had him in other stuff, but not in my show. Yeah, Trey Hills, Tre, uh, Danny Trejo. There you go. Danny Trejo. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. In fact, Anna has met Danny. Oh okay, yeah. Through one of our, through one of the productions. All right, and also uh, uh, Ryan Perez, Mr. Perez. Uh, Mr. Perez, love your background. Pretty dope. Um, Thank you. So, how can we get you on social media and all that good stuff? You guys can get me on anywhere. If you just type in Google Hustle Zone TV, uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Instagram. We got a backup account at Hustle Zone. So it's at, at Hustle Zone or at Hustle Zone TV. Right now, we are um, we have a GoFundMe campaign. Um, if you type in Hustle Zone GoFundMe, 
go over there. You can donate two, five, ten dollars to help us build the world's first living documentary. Uh, that would be awesome. We we want to collect the voices of African, uh, sorry, Black and Latino um, communities around the world, and and put it into a living documentary using new technology. I love it. I love it. And when is that Hustles on Mixtape coming out? <laughs> uh, we working on it. We working on it. <laughs> All right. Now I am trying to get uh, Karis One, who happens to be behind Ryan. I'm trying to get him on the show. If you because did, I had done. I, I had done one of his album covers, and I thought it was time for us to play catch up. So if I'm you, to get him if you get KRS One on your show, I'm gonna uh, crash your show. <laughs> so. well, one of my partners was one of his producers, so I'm trying to, you know, make that happen. You know, that's I think he's uh, the one of the greatest MCs of all time. So definitely, definitely. yes, he's uh, he's on my what Mount Rushmore. What did you do for his album cover, Carlos? Say it again. What did you do regarding the album cover? So I did the inside album cover for I Got Next. It's Great a record. painting that I did. Oh, nice. I, 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 I was telling him, I play that record like like it's brand new, and it came out like 98, I think, 97 or 98 or something like that. I still love that. That's a great record. Man. Yeah, and I still have the original, I still have the original painting, so... I love to see that, man. Awesome. Love to see that. All right, so brother Brooklyn, um, how can we uh, get you in social media? What you got popping? You always have something uh, pretty interesting that you're uh, you're into. Um, I uh, you can catch me at uh, on Instagram at king underscore underscore Brooklyn. You can catch me on Facebook of Brooklyn Taylor. You can catch me on Twitter. Uh, at Brooklyn PCB. Um, yeah, that's about it. I'm still in the middle of writing some books and, um, you know, collecting cards and just trying to stay safe in this strange 2020 dodging murder hornets. <laughs> murder hornets. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. All right. All right. Sister Stephanie. So, you know, What's you up? don't realize guys that are on your Facebook account, they're looking to see if they've crossed the 10-year mark to see if they still got a shot. So <laughs> There's some that have crossed the 20-year mark that are still in my DMs. Oh, wow, man. That's crazy. That's bananas. So uh, how can we get you in social media? Okay, so like my little blurb says... Um, so, so Steph underscore on Instagram. That's where you can follow me. So that's about it. Uh, and, and then uh, are you going to do anything with the, the fashion stuff? Well, right now I've been per- posting like a lot of perfume. Like I'm kind of like into perfumes and like really getting into like the differences between celebrity, niche designer perfumes, the sillage, the longevity, um, just really kind of expanding my perfume knowledge, and I've been posting a lot of stuff on my Instagram about perfumes. Um, so you can follow me there if you want to, you know, get your girl something nice, you know, and give you a little recommendation. All right, all right. See, I will definitely keep that in mind. If I, if I need okay. to do that. These are all my perfumes. <laughs> I get perfumes shipped to me every day, uh, every week. Oh, from Scentbird. Cool. Cool beans. All right. Now, Shannon, how can we get you in social media? 
Uh, what can we be on the lookout for? And tell us about your next program on Sunday. Um, well, I just acquired three new Instagrams. So uh, Instagram, you can, um, well, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. My main pages are all Shannon Ford, like the president. I've been Jefferson, like the president. But if you're interested in custom cards, there is one of one, the number one. So O-N-E-O-F-1, the number, um, card boutique on Instagram. And then Saints and the Aints t-shirts um, also on Instagram. Um, as far as my Sunday lives, I will be back next Sunday about 9.30ish. That's usually my time frame. I'm going to talk about some more dismantling of daddy dysfunctions and relationships um, and healing yourself. And then, of course, I mean, you can catch me here every Monday fooling with you. All right. But it's good fooling, though. It's a good kind of fooling around. I mean, you speak for yourself. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Next week's episode is um, listening to your friends. So that'll be interesting. Listening to mm. your friends. All right. Okay. So uh, you can find me at. Kente F on Twitter, Kente Ferguson on Instagram. Of course, the website is IndyRadio.org. That's I-N-D-Y Radio.org. Uh, I will be uh, on Wednesday for sure at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Uh, I have a special interview that I'm doing there. Uh, uh, Miss uh, Juliet Dakpo. That should be a very good interesting. We talk about some business stuff and uh, that should be really cool. Um, you can always catch me you know, around, of course. Um, terrorizing Carlos and um, and uh, Ryan, respectively, <laughs> on their on their programs, I pop up every once in a while. So, uh, and I appreciate everybody for um, being here. Uh, of course, we'll do the after show on Get Vocal. Uh, you know, I love you guys. Stay safe. God bless. <laughs>